Today, I'm speaking with Bill Spriggs. He's a professor of economics at Howard University and the chief economist for the AFL-CIO. Hi, Professor Spriggs. Thanks so much for joining me. Can the Fed do anything to close the racial wealth gap or employment gap? Is that their job or is that something Congress should be more involved in? Well, the Fed plays a definite role because when you run the economy at actual full employment, then everybody finds jobs. When you see a group of people not having a job, then you either have to wave your hands, which is what many economists would prefer that the Fed do. The mechanisms that create friction in the labor market that make it harder for black workers, for older workers, for the long-term unemployed to get attached to the labor force, those frictions are tied to inefficiencies within the labor market, some of which can be corrected when you get closer to full employment. So we know that black workers face discrimination. Discrimination costs less when you're not at full employment. In the economy, the unemployment rate for white high school dropouts is below the black unemployment rate which means that white high school dropouts have it better than a lot of black people. And and so at its its extreme, when we have a really poor labor market, white high school dropouts do better than black people with associate degrees. When the labor market tightens, that's not true. Blacks with associate degrees do better than white high school dropouts. The argument that the Fed makes is if you run the economy at full speed, just like an NBA team, if we run really hard, I have to get somebody off the bench because even the best NBA player in as excellent condition as they are, they cannot play 48 minutes every game. They can't. And somebody has to come off the bench. And their argument is that the people on the bench are on the bench for a reason. They're not the starters because they don't know how to play. And so the more I put the people on the bench on the court, then eventually the worse we're going to be. That's what we do when we have these black workers with associate degrees sitting around looking for jobs. We put some of the best players on the bench and we're not putting them on the court. How does implicit bias impact economic data and therefore policy? Implicit bias impacts uh, the questions we ask. And the questions we ask then dictate what are the data that we need to answer those questions. So it can get to the way that we ask the question. So a lot of questions are geared at labor force participation as an example, but If people tend to do jobs that aren't on the regular payroll, where you get a statement from your employer and you see your social security tax was withheld, a lot of people from sort of cognitive tests that we've done of, do you understand the question? A lot of people think when they're asked, did you do something for paid employment? mean, did I have a regular job with payroll deductions? And they don't interpret that to mean 
I repaired my neighbor's car. They paid me $200. Now, clearly I did work and clearly they paid me, but that's not their interpretation of it. In some populations, that's a very common way of doing work. And for parts of the population that are lower wage workers, who have to cobble together income, it can be quite common for them to do that kind of work. And we found, because of the whole question of gig work and who does gig work, we have found that we were missing a lot of communities, labor force participation, because we weren't probing enough to get over the cognitive issue of, do you understand the question I'm trying to get at? So there are a lot of people who do cash work and it turns out that they are far more important than the gig work people thought this was about, you know, Uber drivers. It turns out Uber drivers really aren't that important. Um, <laughs> and, and this other part of the economy that we, that we miss turns out to be very important. So there, there are a lot of things that we miss just because of how we construct the way we think about things who we think we're asking the questions of, uh, who we think it's important to have information on. How does that relate to the black-white employment gap? And what causes that? Is that is there really a gap or is it just in the way that we're studying it? Well, there's kind of this fixed ratio over time that the black to white unemployment rate is about two to one. In recent years, it has drifted to a number a little less than two to one. Part of this is likely because of change in demographics. The relative size of the black workforce has grown compared to the white workforce. But the employment to population ratio of blacks to whites is considerably flat as well. And that sticks pretty close to 1.2 to one. That is that white men tend to have like a 20 percentage higher employment to population ratio than black men. During economic downturns, the labor force participation of blacks is highly sensitive to the conditions of the labor market. Part of the reason the unemployment rate stays two to one is because when the labor market collapses, black men withdraw from the labor market. So their unemployment rate doesn't spike as much as one might predict. Let's take the example of the shock when we shut down the economy yeah, the because of COVID and in order to save lives, we shut down parts of the economy. Well, in that instance, for the first time ever, the unemployment rate for white men stayed above 10% for two months. In a typical economy, right, you would expect the black unemployment rate to be 20%. It was not. It was way below that. But that's misleading because what also happened is that black labor force participation collapsed. So when people aren't in the labor force, they aren't unemployed. So you can get this sense that, oh, well, blacks didn't do so ba badly because, look, their unemployment rate wasn't twice the white unemployment rate. Now, when they're is an economic slowdown, then you do see it in the black unemployment rate first, because when the economy slows down, what is slowing down initially is hiring. And before we get to unemployment, 
we just don't see much hiring. And the result is if you are in the queue to look for a job, it gets harder because blacks are very sensitive to this. Then what happens is the black labor force participation starts to drop and blacks who have been in the queue the longest just give up 